0: Welcome to Mumtaz Arabic, a fun and conversational podcast series which will introduce you to Arabic and give you some handy tips for learning the language. My name is Marita Petherbridge and joining me is Damien Doyle. Marhaban. Marhaban. And Marhaban Mohanad.
1: Ahano Sahan.
0: in this final episode for the season, I'm hoping that you might be able to list some learning tips for those who are already studying Arabic or who are planning to study it.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, First of all, everyone thinks that Arabic is an impossible language to learn. And when I talk to new learners or people who are interested in the politics or in the Middle East in general, so they say uh, when I ask them, why don't you learn Arabic? They say, oh, no, um, I can't. So and when I ask them, how many languages do you speak? They say three, two, three languages. Um, And when they hear Arabic, they're very scared. But my first tip is that Arabic is just like a language, like any other languages. It's not impossible to learn. And it's actually, it's very enjoyable to learn. Um, Arabic is very logical. Um, um, There are so many words connected to each other uh, through the root. Like when I say uh, Safara, for example, for embassy, and then Safir for ambassador, they all come from the root Safara which is to travel. So um, there are so many things that you can relate to or you can rely on in in learning the language. So it is enjoyable when you go back, analyze the words. And um, so it's not scary at all. This is my first tip. And I think Damien will agree on this.
2: Yeah, from a learner's point of view, I think that um, there's a real tipping point when you you start a scary language. And uh, and then there's that one lesson where you've done your homework (laughs) <laughs> rather than your push-ups and um, you've you've learned just enough now that you can really engage and it's fun it's not daunting um, and you're not you're not in pain throughout the whole lesson it's actually it's actually a fun experience and um, and for me the main thing was to to just be willing to make mistakes and willing to have a laugh um, and, and just become comfortable with the process of learning from the ground up.
1: That's really good one, and uh, I always try do my best to make it as fun as possible because when you enjoy something, so you want more, and when you enjoy learning Arabic, so you want to engage it more in your daily life. Um, so. Uh, my second uh, advice is enjoy it my third is keep practicing it so when you enjoy it you uh, you have it on daily um basis so uh, as you you always do so you have the first half an hour of your morning reading arabic or listening to arabic music so that's really the one
0: that's a really good point listening to arabic music so are there any other ways that you can hear arabic during the day and practice listening
1: yep. to it yeah uh, i always say uh uh, first of all, make it fun. so listen to Arabic music, Arabic songs. Uh, start with Arabic songs with the lyri- lyrics. so uh, try to listen and read what 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 they're saying and then keep practicing it um, on, on your um, iTunes or um, when you listen to it on your w- on your way to work. <coughs> so and thirdly, uh, uh, keep keep repeating them. So uh, try to memorize the song and sing it in the shower.
2: You don't need to take all of these tips on board, but one of them that I would stress is about routine, as a, as a learner. Um, the, the main thing for me at the moment is is getting into a routine and staying in it, and like you said, um, half an hour each morning is, is my commitment to myself, in addition to, to the lessons that I have, and um, and that's with you know, a kahwa at the cafe. and. Um, I have my, my books there, or I have flashcards. It doesn't matter what it is, as long as I've got that thirty minutes of practice each day. And establishing that routine has been has been key to getting to the point where I could start to enjoy it.
1: That's really good, and uh, I'm very glad that Marita is doing some Arabic as well. So when you surround yourself with people who are learning the language or who are native speakers, uh, you learn from them or you learn with them. So um, my my next tip is that teach the people around you some some vocabularies and keep repeating them. Uh, like uh, a friend of ours scott uh, he taught his his daughter a few um, she's three years old uh, he taught her a few um, arabic ex- expressions and one of them is ma'asalama but she's convinced that it's fa'asalama and she's correcting him every time he says ma'asalama she says fa'asalama so they're having a bit of a laugh uh, at home about fa'asalama and about some um, uh, other arabic uh, vocabularies so um so that's the way so have fun enjoy it uh, keep using it even throw a word from here and there in your daily practices like when you go to work instead of saying uh, good morning say to people sabah al khair and they will, they will enjoy it so they'd say the next day they would start with the sabah al khair so so why not have fun with it
2: and when when my boss says are you going to have that report to me tomorrow i'll say inshallah
1: of course that's the way <laughs> I'll, I'll also say that um, try to Um, join our our Arabic groups Um, like in Canberra here we had uh, an Arabic meetup um, and every month we, we meet and we have a chat about an Arabic topic, so sometimes we talk about the culture, sometimes we talk about um, vocabularies, what to do, what not to do in the Middle East. So um, tr- try to have like regular conversations with um, um, uh, native Arabic speakers. So surround yourselves with, with Arabs, try to uh, engage yourself with uh, native Arabic speakers. and. Um, I think um, this is the way, um, and when you don't find um, any help from around you, so I think the Institute of Australia Middle East Business and Education will be the one. So um, enroll in, in our courses. So
0: is that a shameless plug? I hear. Um yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so visit www.imb.com.au. <laughs> Yeah, I think these are my tips um, as um, an Arabic teacher. So from your perspective as, a, as learners, so um, do you have any tips for uh, your peers?
2: From my perspective, I think the key is to uh, use a combination of different, different ways to, to learn. So um, some days I'll sit down and do my, my written homework using a text. Other days I'll make sure that I listen to some YouTube videos. Um, others I might be watching um, watching the news online from an Arabic provider like Al Jazeera or uh, I'll listen to SBS Arabic on my, my walk to, to work. Um, and also have a look at, at apps. Uh, on, my, on my iPhone I, I use Memrise which is a flashcard app and, uh, and get some practice in every day and it sends me reminders to keep me on the ball. Um, and, and all of these, these ways of immersing yourself um, in the language are, are beneficial and, and keep you moving forward.
1: That's really good. What about you, Marita?
0: Um, Yeah, like Damien said, the the four areas that you need to concentrate on are reading, writing, listening, and speaking. So you need to make sure that you're getting each each one of those into your practice. Um, I think each one of them is crucial, and they all obviously tie into each other. Um, The other things that I've done to help me learn a language has been the post-it notes. So you you write out what something is on a post-it note in the language that you're learning, and then stick them up around the house. So you have the language there and you have the vocab there for fridge and for table, for cupboard, bathroom, just all of the everyday words that you might use. Um, I also personally quite like translating things in my head once I've said them. So if I'm saying good morning to somebody in my head straight after, I'll, I'll think about how I could have had that chat in a different language um, and just keep me thinking in the different language throughout the day. Um, translating is yeah. a
2: good one, isn't it? Yeah. Translating is a good one. You can, you can set yourself your own homework just by hopping online and finding, you know, you, you go and look at Russian language websites and I look at Arabic language websites. I set myself a task and then I come in and find out how many push-ups I've earned uh, by not <laughs> translating it correctly.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, on that I, I also have, um, I, I use Twitter and in my Twitter feed I have accounts that I follow in different languages so that I'm always reading throughout the day. Um, and I know that I can go there and just get something that's really short so it's not too daunting and I can read it and then I can actually just hit translate if I need to as well <laughs> but um but yeah it keeps you practicing
1: and that's really good so I always say uh, to my students that keep practicing keep keep using it and and until you start dreaming in in the language so when you start and dreaming you know you've made it yeah you've made it <laughs> true true and um as Damien has said, uh, that uh, sometimes he dreams in Arabic, but I think you dream in, in the, about the push-ups more than... <laughs> yeah, I dream <laughs> about Arabic, not in Arabic.
0: <laughs> well, that was the end of our final episode. We've really enjoyed recording it for you, and we hope that you've enjoyed listening to it. So a big shukran from all of us at Mumtaz Arabic, and shukran to you, Mohanad. Afwan. Shukran, Damien. Afon. And keep your eyes peeled for any future episodes of Mumtaz Arabic. Masalama.
1: Masalama.